You're welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Taking the message of faith around the world by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's important to know that God speaks. God communicates his thoughts to man. The reason why we have a Bible is because God spoke. The Bible says, holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. No scripture is of any private interpretation. Timothy's account, or Paul's account in Timothy said, all scripture is given. By the inspiration of God. So, God still speaks today. Hallelujah. And it's important to know that natural things sometimes are not in line with the supernatural plan of God. Are you hearing me? There are many natural things that are not in line with the supernatural plan of God. And so you must know the mind of God and you must also understand how to take advantage of the supernatural. Very important. And that's why we get to learn God's word. So how many of you here want to see progress in the years ahead for you? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now wherever you are, There's something better ahead. God can do more. Are you listening to me? God can do more. You must know that. God can do more. So as I share God's word with you today, I want your heart to be receptive. And I believe that um, even if we're speaking in a general way, there will be specific words to you in the name of Jesus Christ. If today is your first time, welcome to church. Amen. Welcome to church. And you are in the best place you should ever be. Amen. There's no better place to be now than where you are. Look at your neighbor to your left and neighbor to your right. You're in the best place. One will be, oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sure the person, look, 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 you will surely see a handsome or beautiful person around you. Amen. Amen. It's the glory of God. Amen. If the one you looked at is not handsome or beautiful, look at the other one. You surely, surely, surely. Amen. There are very few ugly people here. Very few. Very few. Very, very few. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say there are very few ugly people here. <laughs> it means you are not among the ugly people. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the Bible talks about the wisdom of God that causes your face to shine. It means that when you walk in God's word, it affects even how you look. Are we together? Alright, that's not my message for today. Today I want to share something with you. Amen. Introductory thoughts on foresight. Everybody say foresight. Let's look at John chapter 16 verse 13. In John chapter 16 verse 13, I'd like us to read it together. And um, I will also read other translations of it. Um, 
So let's read together. I want to go. How be it, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And the last part. And he will show you things to come. Who will he show things to come? How many of you here want to know things to come? Amen. Even, even Buhari wants to know things to come. Amen. Even Donald Trump wants to know things to come. Are you listening to me? Alright, so man has limitations about knowing tomorrow. Glory to God. But the Bible says the Holy Ghost will show you things to come. Let me read from the complete Jewish Bible. Thank you. Complete Jewish Bible, John chapter 16, verse 13. However, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. For He will not speak on His own initiative, but we say only what He hears. He will also announce to you what? The events of the future. Everybody say the events of the future. Did you get that? The events of the future. Thank you, media. Now, let me read another one. The Living Bible, and then I'll read Amplified last. The Living Bible says, When the Holy Spirit, who is truth, comes, He shall guide you into all truth. For He will not be presenting His own ideas, but will be passing on to you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. The person at the media will give you one tum-tum today. You did well. So, He will tell you about the future. Hallelujah. The future. So when he said things to come, he's talking about what? The future. Hallelujah. Amplified. That's the last one. Amplified version. Now, it's a long one, but it's it's, it's important that we look at it. In the Amplified version, it puts it in a... You know know how Amplified is? It always um, adds more words and then gives you different shades of meaning. But they all agree... That what he meant by he will show you things to come is that he will give you these things about what the future. Tell anybody, the Spirit of God is concerned about your future. Okay, so it says, when he, the Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that that has been given to him. And he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen where? In the future. Hallelujah. Listen to me. The future is where you are going. Amen. Is that not so? Today is just the road to the future. The future is where you are going. So the Holy Ghost is interested in helping you make the most of the future. Are you with me? So when we start talking about foresight, it's things to come we're talking about. Hallelujah. The future. And maybe I should just give you some basic definitions. When we talk about foresight, we're talking about the ability to see ahead. Everybody say the ability to see ahead. Listen to me. 2021 will be the best year of your life. Now, now, not because it's a cliche, but because you'll be more prepared for it than you've ever been prepared for any year. And why would that be so? Because you have and function with the ability to see ahead. Seeing ahead gives you an advantage. Glory to God. Did you get me? Seeing ahead gives you an advantage. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Because when you, some of you wrote jam, you didn't write it by yourself. 
if you were going for an exam and for whatever reason you saw the questions before the time, you have been given an undue advantage over those that didn't see it. Am I communicating? So it means that, oh, the paper is tomorrow, tomorrow is English. Then you saw it today and saw all the questions. Now, if you saw the question and still failed, there is failure, you are a failure. Because, listen, are you hearing me? The reason why you are seeing it is to give you what? An advantage. And so the reason why the Holy Ghost wants to give you foresight is to give you what? An advantage. You will have an advantage in the name of Jesus Christ. We will enter the new year with an advantage. You saw ahead. That's foresight. The ability to see ahead. You know, foresight is not just something we talk about spiritually. Even in the natural, business people, governments and nations and multinationals want to function with foresight. Glory to God. So they even have um, studies they, comp- they, they put together just to analyze, okay, to study trends and say, how will it be in the next five years? How will it be in the next ten years? Why? They want to have that advantage. So there is human foresight and there is divine foresight. But my focus here is divine foresight. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? When we talk about human foresight, we're talking about the arts and science of anticipating the future. Are you understanding me? It's anticipating the future. Someone can sit down and figure out how tomorrow will be. How next year will be. How next month will be. Oh, 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 oh. Based on what happened in 2020, it means that this and this and this will happen in 2021. So they position themselves. That advantage will help you position yourself right. Your decisions and actions will be influenced by the information you had. No one of us here will function uninformed. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And that's why throughout this season, you are going to be functioning with the ability to see ahead. Everybody say, the ability to see ahead. Listen, there's a difference between, you know, someone can understand what happened before. Hindsight. He can understand what happened before. Some people are very good with history. They will tell you, oh, in 1960, um, I think they will tell you everything that happened. They will tell you the dates that this happened and that happened. If they give you an analysis of what happened from 1960 to the year 2020, you will just, you will, you'll be amazed. But you know, say, okay, so what will happen next year? Say, I don't know. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm not against people that have historical knowledge or historical information. But I am concerned more about tomorrow. Amen. Am I I, I communicating? I'm concerned about what? Tomorrow. I love what someone said once. He said, yesterday is in the tomb, but tomorrow is in the womb. So I'm concerned about tomorrow. And if the Holy Ghost can give me an undue advantage of tomorrow, I want to take it. And that's what the Bible said about the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life. The spirit of truth. He will guide you into all truth. In the first service, I was trying to illustrate that. He will guide you into all truth. Every aspect of truth. Truth concerning every area of your life. He will guide you. But beyond that, he will give you a peep into the future. That's what he means by showing you things to come. A peep into the future. You will not enter the future blindly. You will not enter 2021 blindly. 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now listen, you know, this is me talking now, alright? When the Spirit of God told me to prepare the people early, He has not given me a reason why, but I'm just speaking based on my own understanding. I'm looking at it this way. That if somebody wants to build a small security house, alright? The foundation doesn't take long. Are you understanding me? But if someone wanted to build a skyscraper, are you understanding me? He has to, and he said, oh, um, we want to finish the skyscraper uh, um, quickly. Then you have to start early. Is that not so? Because you will not finish it at the same time with the one that started building a security house. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so if the Spirit of God is instructing us to prepare early, it means there's something great he wants to do in 2021. Amen. Are we together? There's something great he wants to do in 2021. And then, he wants us to begin to see it. So we can align with him. In our decisions, in our actions. You know, what had come to my spirit is the making of 2021. Hallelujah. The making of it. And you'll be involved in the making of it. Hallelujah. So this is foresight. It's an ability that the Holy Ghost gives. Now, throughout scripture, men have enjoyed foresight. Amen. Are we together? Men have enjoyed foresight. So it means that what the Holy Ghost said, he had done it before. Glory to God. When he said, I will show you things to come, there are people he has shown what? Things to come. If he showed to one person, he will show to you. Amen. Are you with me? Why do some people run around? Some people even disturb pastors. Early in the morning, late at night, call on phone. Say, does the Lord give you a word for me? I remember a story of Papa Hagen, Ken E. Hagen, many years ago, a man of God in the United States of America. He said, someone called him, I can't remember, it was 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. on phone. When he picked the call, they said, yes, do you have a word for me? He said, yes, go and sleep. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so there are people that are looking for a word, looking for a word. Why? It's the uncertainty. There's nothing that, this year has thrown up a lot of uncertainties. If there's a year that people are not sure, it's this year. Because you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. You don't, do you know whether you're going to school tomorrow? You don't know. You might just wake up, you're dressing up in the morning to go out. You just hear they say, end another thing. Are you understanding me? <laughs> Are you understanding me? Just say, end something else. Glory to God. You, you have a plan that this week you want to do A, B, C, D. As you start this week, they say, ah, cough you. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? Then it's okay. Towards the end of November, we're going to do it. They now say that a second wave of COVID has come to your city. Uncertainty. 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 Listen to me. The Spirit of God is always certain. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If He's the one guiding you in the midst of the uncertainty, He will guide you into truth. You will not take steps blindly. You won't move. You, it's, listen. You know, um, someone was talking. You know, when we talk about foresight, we're talking about, I call it futurizing. Amen. You understand me? You, 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 are, you are actually, you are seeing the future. Glory to God. And you can walk in, you can walk in it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, there's an article I wrote, um, 2009, if I'm not mistaken. It says, uh, the future is here. Glory to God. The future is here. And I was talking about how that 
when we were in school, we used to go and pray. And then when we would pray, we would start prophesying. I'm talking about the years to come. Talking about the nations will impact. Talking about the gospel and all the things we're going to do. Then one day I woke up and realized that that future I was talking about is already here. Amen. I saw it. Amen. We're already in the future. We're already in it. Glory to God. That's how 2021 will come. And you say that future is here. Hallelujah. Are we together? You, 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 you open this your mouth and you say that future is here. Because those things you were speaking about, talking about, you will walk in them. Are you listening to me? The Holy Ghost doesn't show you the future for nothing. He shows you the future, I said, number one, to give you an advantage. The second reason why He shows you the future is to help you avoid the avoidables. Amen. Everybody say, avoid the avoidables. It's to avoid the avoidables. There are certain things that you can avoid. Let's use something natural to explain. Have you ever thought of why your eyes are not at the back of your head? Amen. Are we together? Why is your eye not at the back of your head? Your eyes in front. So that before you get to where you are going to, you see it before you get there. Are you listening to me? Okay, you're walking towards that table. You see the table before you get there. Is that not so? You see the table before you get there. That's how God wants you to function. He wants you to see ahead. Amen. Seeing ahead is God's regular plan for you. Amen. Are you listening to me? He wants you to see ahead. Anybody that doesn't see ahead will have accidents. Oh, boom. What happened? I didn't see him. Glory to God. I didn't see, I didn't see him coming out from this. I didn't see him. And then you have accidents. There will be no accidents in the, in the new year. There will be no accidents for you in 2021. Because you saw ahead. In your relationship, you will see ahead. In your business, you will see ahead. In your career, you will see ahead. Concerning your finances and investments, you will see what? Ahead. If you see ahead, you will not put your money in MMM. Amen. Hey, some people are quiet now. You know how some things you just say someone say, mm. So I said in scripture, several people had that ability to see ahead. As a matter of fact, the Bible, the book, is a book of foresight. Amen. Are we together? It tells us what will happen ahead. It tells us what will happen in the nations of the world. How, even the politics of the world, how it will go. It tells us that ahead. So anybody that naturally reads the Bible will have foresight. Amen. Amen. I told someone one time, I said, in the Bible you can even know the business that will be here until Jesus comes. Amen. Because the scripture talked about it. He said, while they are giving in marriage and getting married, one will be taken, another will be left. Meaning that even during the time before the rapture, Marriage and wedding will still be holding. So if you are in events, you will make it. <laughs> Amen. Eating and drinking will always remain. Amen. In all the COVID, 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 did you stop eating and drinking? Say, COVID is coming. Oh, give me the bread. <laughs> are you understanding me? You are still eating. Am I complicating? So the scripture is giving you foresight to know that there are areas that you can position yourself in. And in that place, no matter what shakes, you will be okay. 
Is there a city that, oh, ah, somebody said, okay, if you go to that city, there will not be, uh, COVID won't be there. No, people didn't know that. It would take the Spirit of God to order your steps. And that's what one of the blessings of having the Holy Spirit in your life. Say, I have the Holy Spirit. Now listen, if you're born again and you've not received the Holy Spirit, you should desire to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the job of the Holy Spirit is not to give you goosebumps. Thank God for the goosebumps. Goosebumps without foresight. That's a big mistake. You must have foresight. Glory to God. So, when you are even acting, listen to me. People around your age, you might be 21, you might be 25, they will say that you are functioning with someone that has ancient wisdom. But they don't know that is that the ancient of days himself lives inside of you. Amen. He has seen this kind of thing before. He knows how it will turn out. Glory to God. He said, relax, relax, relax. As the Holy Ghost ever told you, calm down. <laughs> Amen. Are you understanding me? Calm down. Because you want to rush. You want to jump. Amen. He said, be not as the horse or the mule, which have no understanding. That means there are times where you want to run ahead of God. He will say, calm down. And then there are times where you don't want to do anything. He will say, move now. Praise the Lord. The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 19, was showing us how John the Beloved was told about the things that would be hereafter. Meaning that God was concerned about not just what had happened or what's happening, but what will happen. Look at it. Revelation 1.19. Let's read together. I want to go. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. God was telling him to write it down. Listen to me. I stand in my office to say, many of you, the Spirit of God will tell you, write down the things that will be hereafter concerning 2021. You'll be writing down what will happen in January. You'll write down what will happen in February. You'll write what will happen in the second quarter. As what you wrote is what will happen. Look at what he said. He said, the things which you have seen, which are, that's now, and the things which shall be hereafter. The Holy Ghost is interested in your hereafter. Amen. Glory to God. I said, the future is important because that's where you are going. What a blessing it is to know that your steps are ordered. There's a song they sing about uh, Because he lives I can face tomorrow It's an old song Because he lives All fear is gone No He holds my future My life is worth Living just Because he lives Amen Did you get that? The reason you can face tomorrow is not because your uncle told you, don't worry, I will take care of you. You know, there are some uncles that will tell you, I will take care of you. As politicians told you before, I will, don't worry. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> don't worry, I will take care of you. When, when you need it, call me. Then, then the phone number will not go through. <laughs> Amen. Now, sometimes it's not because they intended to disappoint you. 
But man is man. Amen. The Bible says do not put your trust in man. Not because the, there are some people that intend to keep their word. But circumstances will be beyond them. And they will be able to keep their word. But there is only one person. That no circumstance can hinder him from fulfilling his word over your life. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? Nothing can hinder him. That word will be fulfilled. Glory to God. There's something about the seeing eye. Hallelujah. And the hearing ear. Everybody say the seeing eye. It's not all eyes that look that see. That's why you see someone, you know, I was talking to his sister and I was sharing with her, you know, we're talking about marriage and life partner and all that. And I said, look, they don't use human calculations to tell whether a brother will be successful or not. Are you listening to me? There are some brothers, they look successful, but they are a package failure. Are you understanding me? Packaged failure. Packaged failure. They don't use human calculation to figure out that this person will be successful and this person will not be successful. If you went to the house of Jesse, David's father, and saw his sons, Eliab, Shammah, Abinadab, whatever their names were, you know, you line them up. They say, tell me who will be successful. You will not point at David. You will not point at David. David is the last person you will point at. Because some of them, even as they are walking, they walk and look, suck, says. Suck, says. Are you understanding me? You say, this, this one, he has made it already. He has made it. He has made it. He's just his father. He has already made it. He has already made it. Then they say, call David. Even when David came in front of the prophet, you saw him. He said, is he the one that waiting for? Please, let's do something else. Are you understanding me? He just called, he's sweating. Just come and say, uh-huh. they said they were calling me. <laughs> He does not look like the one. Listen to me. You might not look like the one. Some of you, you don't look like the one. But the hand of God is upon you. So, I'm talking because I'm saying, I'll send this. I say, you, it's no human calculation. It's no human calculation. Then there are some people, they don't look like anything is going to happen. Then you just hear, boom. That's the blow. Are you understanding me? So I was, tell, I was talking to a lady and I said, see, this is, I said, it's the Holy Ghost that makes you see a man star. Amen. Are you understanding me? <laughs> so if you are, and I hope, I won't get to that today, but I'm going to show you how to see. Amen. But if you are occupied with something else, you won't see. You won't see. You won't see. All the signals you'll be receiving will be wrong signals. Imagine that they take a thermometer, alright? They want to check your body temperature. And then they put it under your... Uh, they still put it under the armpit, right? I uh, know they used to put it in the mouth too, but they still put it under the armpit, right? Okay. So, they put it under the armpit, and then they say, they're trying to check your temperature. Now, you are dying. Your temperature is 40 degrees Celsius. Are you understanding me? You're burning. In short, this is what they call high fever. Are you understanding me? But they put it, this thing, when they bring it out, it's reading 36. They don't say, you're fine, go. Why? Because the thermometer is bad. <laughs> Amen. 
Are you understanding me? Now die if you did so. Are you understanding me? Say go, you are perfectly all. They say, okay, bring, let's check your blood pressure. They bring, check blood pressure. Ha <laughs> ha, balance. <laughs> but it is reading, that's your blood pressure is crazy. But the, the machine or the, or what do you call it, sphinx, whatever they call it, sphinx, is bad. Am I complicating? And they discharge you. <laughs> they discharge you. That's how it is for you to have the wrong signals. Amen. Because you will discharge yourself. Glory to God. Am I communicating? Alright, but it's important to know that I'm still using that illustration. Someone else can meet a young man and see the star. Amen. I'm not talking about blind optimism. You know, there are some people that are naturally, I'm an optimistic person, all right? Okay, but ministry has made me realistic. <laughs> Amen. Are you understanding me? So, <laughs> you know, say, hey, no, don't worry, don't worry, they'll be fine. There are some people that will not be fine, though. <laughs> like, lay hands on them, who, <laughs> 10% to be lay hands on them, they will not be fine. They will never be fine. Amen. Are you understanding me? They will not be fine. Why that is so? Find out from God. They will not be fine. But our job <laughs> is to find the ones that will be fine. <laughs> and keep talking. Because amongst all of them, some we hear. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Alright, so, uh, so I'm not talking about blind optimism here. I'm not just talking about, uh, it will be fine. Okay, you know, somebody just say, everything is going to be okay. Everything. We saw a movie, alright. My wife and I, just recently. It's an, old, it's an old movie. I try to remember the name now. But I saw it for the first time in, uh, with Pastor Victor and someone in uh, a family that invited me in Norfolk. You know, I don't know whether that was the year it came out, but that's the year I first saw it. Is this, um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name now, but they were on a ship, and the ship pirates came on the ship, and the Somalian guys um, um, took an American ship. I don't remember the name of Captain Philip. Captain Philip, yes, yes. So, now that Somalian guy, Every time you say, everything is going to be all right. <laughs> They're dying. They say, everything is going to be all right. <laughs> Captain Phillips, don't worry. Everything is going to be all right. My brother, everything is not going to be all right. Oh. Amen. Listen to me. If God's word has not told you everything will be all right, everything will not be all right. Our lives don't change by our optimism. Faith is not optimism. Even if faith is optimistic. Are you listening to me? It's not optimism. So you must understand that faith is something real. So you have a lot of people that just, uh, oh, okay, okay. So I'm not talking about blind optimism. Where a sister will say, a brother will say, eh, you know, they say that if, when you see people like this, <laughs> they will all just turn out. It's not all of them that will turn out right. Oh. That's one that you see them like that and I saw them go day. Amen. <laughs> amen. You have to be able to see. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? As you, there are some people as you are seeing them, that, you come back 20 years' time, that's how they will be. So we're not talking blind optimism. So, this foresight we're talking about is not mere guessing, it's an actual science. Amen. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's something that could be verified. We saw in scripture several people. Several folks. Let me just give an example. I didn't plan to go there. The story of how Joseph had a dream. Alright, so okay, actually it was Pharaoh that had the dream and then told Joseph the dream. And what was the dream? He, had, he saw seven, seven fat calves. What is the cow today? And seven 
emaciated ones. And then the seven emaciated ones swallowed up the seven fat ones. And he couldn't understand what it was. He was the one that had the dream, but he didn't have the interpretation. When they met Joseph, he saw. Amen. Are you listening to me? He said, what it means is that there will be seven years of famine. And then there will be seven years of plenty. Amen. Sorry, seven years of plenty first, then there will be seven years of famine. But the seven years of famine will be so much, it will swallow up. <laughs> what, it won't look like there was any this thing except you do something about it. Am I communicating? That's foresight. Am I communicating? So it means that God was concerned about the nation. That what was going to happen economically, God was preparing his children not to suffer along with others. You will not suffer along with others. Amen. I'm showing you foresight in economic matters. Are you understanding me? This was economics. And then Joseph was now told how to position Egypt in such a way that the famine will not hit Egypt. Listen to me. Our families will be positioned. Are you listening to me? The same way God told Joseph and helped him position Egypt, God will lead you. You will position your family. You will position your career. There are some of you, the thing you are doing now, if you do it next year, you will go hungry. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So the Lord will position you in another business. Amen. In another discipline, in another field, because you have had foresight. Glory to God. Praise God. Am I communicating? Imagine that everything is going to go in a particular direction and you, God leads you to wait there before it comes. Praise the Lord. That's how detailed God was with the children of Israel. So they had foresight. This is what I'm going to do. Prepare yourself this way. David believed that he always needed foresight. Remember the story of when David's wives and children and the children and wives of his men, 1 Samuel 30, were kidnapped. You know, kidnapped didn't start in, in, in Kaduna State. Are you understanding me? He didn't start in Niger Delta. Are you understanding me? He was kidnapped. And then David, I love the scripture. He said, David inquired of the Lord. People of God, this season, we will inquire of the Lord. Amen. He inquired of the Lord. What should I do? Should I pursue? Should I overtake? That means he wanted foresight before going. This was war. Glory to God. And then the Spirit of God told him, God told him to go. Then he went. So he was going sure. Are you listening to me? Listen, you can go sure. You can go sure. You can take the next step of your life sure. Some of you in this season, you might need to pause and be sure. Glory to God. And then when you are sure, you don't need to stop. Amen. Am I communicating? Very important. Very important. Listen. No more trial and error for everyone here in the sound of my voice. You can get it right the first time. Did you hear me? You know, there's nowhere in scripture that says you must fail first before you pass. There's nowhere in scripture that says so. Yes, we know that some people fail before they pass. But you, there's no scripture. It's not a promise. Failing first before you pass is not a promise from the word. Say, have you failed your fail? <laughs> I failed my own. <laughs> you know, failing is not a promise. Amen. Defeat is not a promise. Am I communicating? It's not a promise. Now, thanks be unto God, which always, 2 Corinthians 2.14, 
which always, this sometimes, always causes us to triumph. Amen. In Christ. Amen. Always, always. And make it manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. Always. God is interested in your always success. In you succeeding what? Always. Not sometimes. Reject sometimes. I say, I reject sometimes. Up and down, not anymore. It will be up and up. Receive up and up. No, 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 I didn't hear you. I say, receive up and up. Receive up and up. <laughs> you didn't hear that one. Receive up and up. Not up and down, up and down. Don't take three steps forward, four steps backwards. Today I stand in the name of Jesus. And I reverse any trend in your life that's taking you three steps forward and four steps backward. It comes to an end today in the name of Jesus. It will be forward and forward in Jesus' name. Sit down for a moment. Have you not met people like that? They, they take three steps forward. Then they take four steps backward. I've met people like that. As a minister, I was talking to one time. You know, and you know, some people don't know, they don't understand that that's just how Satan always operates with them. So, he's not so worried that they had a victory. Because when he takes them back, <laughs> it won't look like, they won't look anything like the victory. Are you understanding what I'm saying? They won't look anything like the victory. So I talked to this minister once. The minister had um, um, some kind of open door and said things were happening. And then the minister was making a decision. And I said, that decision you're making, that thing, I know what's, what's happening to you. I call it temporary success. Milk teeth comes out before the permanent teeth. Are you understanding me? If a child says because he has milk teeth now, he has teeth, <laughs> it will fall. Are you understanding me? All right. So milk teeth comes out before permanent teeth. So you see, that's what we call temporary success. For me, the only interpretation I can give is that there are things that happen in your life. They are a test of what you will do when real success comes. Are you listening to me? For some people, it's in that temporary state, they start misbehaving. They start misbehaving. Then everything goes wrong. I was reading the book of Lamentations. It's one of my favorite books. Why are you looking at me like that? I read it. I read it from time to time. I'm concerned that we were reading it last month, so I was reading it. And I, I, I read it because it was talking about how that city that was full of people has suddenly become solitary. So I'm like, well, well, you know, anytime I read it, I ask the same questions, you know, but I read it through, you know, and it's not long to read, four or five chapters, you're done. So, but I saw something he said that left a mark in my heart, you know. He knows that the reason why things went wrong, you know, he was under a different covenant, all right? Of course, he was under a different covenant, you know, because um, two scriptures come to my mind there is uh, Lamentations 3.1 and Lamentations 1.18. Amen. Let me just read 3.1 first. Lamentations 3.1. He said, I am the man that has seen affliction <laughs> by the rod of God's anger. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So he said, I have seen affliction. Now, what he's trying to say is that this affliction is didn't come from Satan. No. Are you understanding me? That's what he's saying. But let me show you something in, in what he confessed to in chapter 1, verse 18. I hope it is in verse 18. I'm not very sure, but let's just go there. I read it a long time ago. 118, not 3. 118. 118. If it's not there, we'll find it in Jesus' name. All right, look at it. Yes. 
the Lord is righteous. Now he's saying that, is the, that when he was complaining about everything, he's trying to say that it's not the Lord. The Lord on his own is righteous. He said, but for I have, I have what? Rebelled against his commandment. I'll stop there. That means that what happened is not, you can't blame the Lord. The Lord is righteous. It's me that have rebelled against his, his commandment. You won't take three steps forward and four steps backward. There are people like that. And I, I can relate with some of it. Let me say something to you. God doesn't give you something and take it back. Understand that. But Satan, God can give you something and you can lose it. Did you hear me? God doesn't give you something and take it back. But God can give you something and you can lose it. You can lose it by being careless. And you could lose it by giving room for Satan to rob you of what God gave to you. And that's the area that you have to work on. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that which he has given to you, keep. Keep. That means you have a responsibility to keep it. There are people that business opportunities open. Then they use their own hand to spoil it. I know God is gracious. He will give you another opportunity, but time will, will elapse. You will lose time. It could be in financial matters. It could be in relationship matters. I, I, I have a problem with people that don't follow through the process. Are you listening to me? There is always a process with God. It's a journey. He starts somewhere with you. He's taking you somewhere. And a lot of times people have bought the process. Okay, here you are. You are in faith for um, something. Alright? And then that period of your life God now gave you. You were staying in uh, self-contained. And then now God opened the door. You are now living in a two-bedroom house. You have not yet arrived. Amen. Amen. You have not yet arrived. Will you arrive here? No. You just keep walking with God. There's something else. There's something more. It is when you stop that you look like God has stopped. Are you understand what I'm saying? But God has something more for you. But some people, once that two bedroom comes, say, my cell leader is not greeting me well. He, does, he thinks I'm still staying in self-contained. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> he doesn't know that I'm now living in a two bedroom house. No. Have you seen some brethren when they get car? Have you seen some? Not, not you, some. <laughs> Amen. The guy told me years ago, he said, he, he, he was always in church. Always in church. Then he got a car. I still remember the car. Opel. Opel something. It has one kind of name. Something Opel... Yeah, okay, or something, or something. One kind of name, like Opel. It was Opel. I remember the car now. This would have been 2001 or 2. Alright? About 18 or 19 years ago. He got the car. I'm having him, so permit me. With community efforts. Are you understanding me?
So, we, did, we came and prayed for the car. Wow, wonderful. Then, one day, I didn't see him in church. Like, so when I finished, I said, what happened? He said, the car was having a problem. His house is not so far from the church. He used to walk down. Another time again, he said, no, the car was uh, this summer. He just said that. Uh, so he didn't come. And I didn't say anything to him. Are you understanding me? But I just said, come to church. Um, make, look for, you have been coming before. Come to church. Say yes. Then I didn't see him for a while. Sometimes on the road, we just see him just cruising. <laughs> Big boy. The next time I saw him, I was in the church office. Someone came during office hours. Now, I've been in ministry for over 20 years. This happens every year. <laughs> it has happened this year. It will happen next year. It happens, listen, hear me. It happens every year. In different ways. It might not be cow, but it happens every time. He ran in. So I said, What happened? He said, Pastor, Pastor, he snatched my car. You know what was even. <laughs> he snatched his car. In those days, then the church was not around here. Church was at Rumokuta. I know where they stole the car on Abacha Road. <laughs> the irony of it, they stole the car on Abacha Road, close to the junction. So, they snatched the car. So I said, What happened? And he was narrating. I felt so bad for him because. His family came together to buy the car for him. Are you understanding me? To do transport business or something like that. You know, that's what they bought it for him for. And then he was just there enjoying himself. So I said, did you see the face of people? He said, Pastor, when they point the gun, I forget the guy's face. (laughs) He said, Pastor, let's pray. The next day, he came to the office again. Stay till church service. <laughs> now, you know, I cannot tell you, you come like 2 o'clock. Then you stay till 6 o'clock for church service. Hey. So I said, ah, you know, he said, ah, what am I? <laughs> you know what you are showing? You don't need car. You need to serve the Lord. <laughs> Help me tell somebody, don't be like that. Don't be like that. That's something, some, of, some of them, sisters, so, they just meet one man. Eh? Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> a sister introduced me to a guy one time. Even the guy's voice, you know, said, Are you the pastor? <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm the pastor. Okay. I'm in love with this guy. <laughs> Straight up. And you can see the sister standing beside him, just like, <laughs> you know, she, she's so proud of what she has done, who she has brought to show to the pastor. <laughs> Me, I, I'm meeting the man, I, I, well, I'm a naturally polite person, so I have to respect him. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. He said, okay. So, this is that, that, that. After I say, she let it do again. You must do (laughs) 
You must do in Jesus' name. Because I was on my own. <laughs> when you went to bring him, you must do. Are you listening to me? What I'm trying to say in essence is this. If the Spirit of God did something for you, He's the only one that can sustain it. Most of the time, people disconnect as though they can sustain what has started. It doesn't work that way. There is nowhere you will be in life that you will not need a miracle. There is no breakthrough you will have that you will not need another breakthrough. Are you listening to me? Never forget that. Never forget that. So there are certain things that you, you don't bother yourself because you know. But I'm, I'm, I'm preparing your heart against 2021 to know that your eyes must stay focused on the Lord. Hallelujah. And when your eyes are on Him, you will be humble. Glory to God. The proof that your eyes is that you're not humble. You'll be humble. You'll be humble. You won't talk carelessly. Am I communicating? You won't talk carelessly. There are some things people say that even someone that is a pastor cannot say it. Are you getting what I'm saying? What I mean is, you know, there are some ways that some brethren talk about the power of God and the things of the Spirit that a pastor that has been dealing with those things for years cannot say it. Glory to God. <laughs> I met some group of young guys talking about ministers. I can't even say what they were saying. And they were talking about, they have nicknames for all the ministers. Are you understanding me? You know, that's, it's not like, I'm, it's not, it's not, they're not abusing the person. It's just abbreviations of the names, you know. So maybe like, me, me and Pastor Tibbs, they say, ah, ah Tibbs, Tibbs Church, they grow now. Tibbs, they grow. You know, Tibbs, they grow now. Tibbs, they grow. You know. <laughs> so when I'm like, who are you talking about? You know? Even me, I cannot call myself Tibbs. <laughs> I cannot call myself Tibbs. Even in prayer, I cannot call myself Tibbs. It's a blasphemy. Are you understand what I'm saying? Then you open your mouth and say, Tibbs, Tibbs. <laughs> Even we went to the same school. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? We went to the same school. We are no more in the same school. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Be wise, though. Go and call Buhari, Boo Boo. <laughs> it's GSS that will say, Please, can I see you outside? Then they'll just hear that you are missing. <laughs> Glory to God. Say, I will see ahead. And I will live like someone that sees ahead. I will talk like someone that sees ahead. I will think like someone that sees ahead. You know, there's so, if someone sees ahead, there's a way they will talk. There's a way they will talk. Somebody was shouting. Say, no, no, let's go and beat him. Let's go and this thing. Let's go. No, no, let's go now. Let's go now. Until one guy said, where are people going to? say, no, that guy wants to go and show him. Say, come. 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 
We don't know what he whispered in his ear. The guy just calmed down. But why will he do us like that now? <laughs> this one has seen something before. It's because you have not seen what he has seen that you are shouting. Let me enter something. You know, there are many young people today all over the world, especially in Nigeria. I am not against and I am 100% in support that if we cannot restructure the country, then we should go separate ways. I agree. Are you understanding me? I agree. But I have no ill feeling against any other ethnic group. I went to a federal school. I had northern friends. I had Yoruba friends. It's even as we are older now that we know that this one is... Are you understanding me? I, I can mention names. Yakubu Guanimi, Sani Sale. All my friends. Elawa Ikago. They were all my friends. Are you understanding me? And you would think we all came from the same family. Well, I went to a federal school. That's the aim, to unite the country. So, but you see some people that believe that let's have a war. Anybody that's saying war, you know that they were not there. There's nobody that was there in the civil war that is asking for another one. Are you listening to me? Yes, nobody. If you anybody wants to say, let's walk, ah, yes, let's kill ourselves, check his date of birth. <laughs> it will definitely be after 1970. It won't be 67, 66, 68. It will not be. Amen. Because when you see the people that were born during the war, even the way they are walking, you will know. <laughs> <laughs> You will know. You will know. You will know. Praise the Lord. So the one that has seen war will not want war. Nobody really gains in war. Nobody really gains. So if you are one of those warmongers, be cured. Be cured. It's a madness. Be cured. We will not have war in this country. But this country will change. Are you understand what I'm saying? It will change. But we won't have war. So don't push for war. So people post things, post things, post things. If you show, go and pick something from Mali. Where they were shooting somebody. They say, ah, that's what happened in our, our back of our house yesterday. It didn't happen at the back of your house. It, it didn't happen at the back of your house. Are you understand what I'm saying? What are you trying to achieve? Glory to God. There's a genuine cry. There's a genuine quest for a new Nigeria. And nobody can quench that voice. Are you listening to me? Alright? Nobody can quench that voice. So maybe you are Yoruba. Maybe you are Igbo. Maybe you are Hausa. You are Ijo. Wherever you come from. Don't allow your ethnic group poison you against others. Amen? 
Because the kingdom of God does not give you room to walk in hatred. Are you listening to me? We can achieve what we want to achieve without killing one another. The policemen, some of them are your cousins, your brothers. Some of you, your parents are police. So when they're shouting, answers now, you know that your father is a SAS man. <laughs> Say that, so we don't go chop for house again. No. <laughs> Every day he comes back, he'll just give you any money you need. He don't know that he collected someone's money from ATM. <laughs> now, I'm trying to explain how interconnected we are. Are you understanding me? There's some people that, even as they say, when they say answers now, they say answers now. They say, they want to end you people. Answers now. Because they, they, they are close to them. So it's not a personal beef. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But Nigeria must get better. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith2faithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded.